I usually tell you miracles that have just happened very, very recently in my life to keep things up to date because I hate people that say, when was your last miracle? Well, 35 years ago, my toe was stubbed or whatever. But I want to tell you, I was, my husband watches, um, I don't know what that thing is, crime fighters or crime stoppers or something like that. And the other night there was a show on and right whenever they, after they got done with it, I looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the same thing that happened to me. And I guess that, that was a miracle, which, which makes me wonder, are you experiencing miracles and you don't even give any credit for it? Like, do I need to help remind you like some of these insane things that are happening to me? So you can be like, oh yeah, that was a miracle. So I'm going to tell you that, oh my gosh, I don't remember when this was. It must have been two years ago. Uh, I was in Haiti, uh, which by the way, love him, love them. We have a ministry in the country of Haiti where we have orphanages and schools and churches and vocational schools. And I was, and we have a guest house. Oh, it had to be at least two years ago because, oh, here's a non-miracle. Well, she probably thinks it's a miracle because the lady that was... (laughs) The lady that was in this miracle is not going to be able to testify to you because she has passed away. So Phyllis was a big part of this, and she died January the 6th, 2021. So it had to be before that. So Phyllis was this amazing woman that worked in our guest house. She was an American in the country of Haiti. And I was there on a trip and I was bringing back all of the Beauty for Ashes jewelry. I had my suitcases packed full, which if you're watching this on video, you can see this jewelry that's made out of trash. And so I was in the guest house cramming as much of that jewelry in as I possibly could so we didn't have to pay to bring it back. And apparently, and now again, she's not here, so I can tell the story however I want, right? Apparently, she came in the room and said, Linda, do you mind sticking this box in your suitcase? She said, because the place that it goes is very close to where you live. So when you get back, they can just come and get it instead of us shipping it over. And for those of you who know me, I'm usually doing 25 things at the same time. And apparently I said yes, and she crammed the box in my suitcase, and I never paid attention to anything else about it or anything else she said. I got on the... (laughs) This is so funny. I got on the plane, and apparently that was also... Here's another time gauge for that was whenever Delta had stopped flying to uh, to Haiti, so you had to make a stop. Delta used to fly direct. So I had to stop in, and now I don't remember if it was Miami or Fort Lauderdale, but you have to go through customs there and recheck your luggage, right? So I get off the plane. I'm going to the little thingamabob bin where the luggage is going around, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I don't see my luggage, which happens to me a lot. And then I look over, And there's a lady in a security guard immigration thingamabob suit with a dog who is at my suitcase. My suitcase has been pulled off of the, what do you call that thing? Baggage claim. And it's over there with this lady and this dog. And so I walk over and I'm like, hey, what's the matter? You know, that's my suitcase, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, oh, it's your suitcase. And I said, yeah. And she said, well, um, I am an agriculture specialist, but my dog has um, raised on this or whatever you call it. So there's something in your suitcase that is illegal. And I was like, <laughs> no, there's not. So you're going to have to come with me to the back. So she, she didn't put handcuffs on me, but she gently and very strictly 
I mean, I felt like I was in big time trouble, which I was in big time trouble. <laughs> she escorts me back to this little place in the back where all the bad people go that have bad luggage things in their luggage. And so the dog comes back and there's all these people and it looked just like what we watched on TV that night. That's what triggered my mind. All these guys are back there. They're real serious. They've got ramps. And so they unzipped my suitcase and, and I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble for having all this jewelry or is that what it is? And all of a sudden they pull out that box, that box that Phyllis had put in my suitcase and they open it up and it's full of pills. It's full of medicine. And so all of a sudden I'm trying to play back in my mind and I'm like, oh my gosh, what was this? What is this for? And so um, they asked me, they said, is this, is this yours? And I said, well, no, it's not really mine. Well, then what's it doing in your suitcase? And I said, oh, well, and I try to explain the story and they're like, ma'am, this is medication. And Oh, and here, and so they're like, where have you been? And I would tell them I've been in Haiti. And all the medicine is written in Spanish. <laughs> all the, all the, the labels are written in Spanish. And they're like, well, if you've been in Haiti, why is this all written in Spanish? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea. I don't know. So I'm pulling my phone out of my pocket to call Phyllis to get my happy butt out of trouble, right? And I call her, and she's like, oh, Linda, I told you. That's all the COVID medicine. So it must have been in 2020. That's all the COVID medicine that the pastors at XYZ Church ordered, and it came in through the Dominican, and they wouldn't let us ship it out of the country uh, because it doesn't have a prescription name on it. She said, so I just stuck it in your suitcase. And I was like, well, I think I'm fixing to go to jail for uh, trafficking drugs. And she's like, oh, no, I'm sure you're not. It's just blah, 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 and uh, some steroids and stuff like that for um, for COVID. And I was like, no, Phyllis, I don't think you understand. I'm like in the back part of the airport, like a dog triggered on my suitcase. And I think I'm in like a lot of trouble. So in the meantime, I take a picture of, of the one of the bottles and I send it to my husband <laughs> trying to explain to him I'm going to go to jail. And so the man comes back out and says, ma'am, we don't know what this is, but if these are steroids, you're going to be under arrest. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> which at that point, if I recall correctly, I found some gum in my suitcase that I had taken down there for the orphans that I could never find. You know how there's all those little uh, zippered parts in the suitcase? And I pulled the gum out. I was like, would you like a piece of gum <laughs> or could I interest you in a bracelet for your wife? And they did not think that was funny. They did not think that was funny. So I send a picture of the uh, medicine, one of the medicine bottles to my husband. And I said, David, I said, they told me that if these are steroids, I'm going to jail. While I'm on the phone with David, he tells me, Linda, I just Googled it. And the very first thing that comes up is that those are steroids. And I was like, are you being for real? He's like, yeah. He said, you're in big trouble. So now I started breathing a little bit heavier. I was like, what in the world am I going to do? And so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden the officers come back. I mean, I just prayed. I prayed. I sent out a message to our prayer team to pray. David was praying. My daughter, Gina, who has spreadsheets full of answered prayers, starts praying. And I was like, they need to not know these are steroids or they need to mask this or something big time's got to happen because I need a miracle or I'm going down. The next thing I know, all of these immigration officer custom kind of people, like eight of them come back over. They look at me again and they ask. And I said, guys. Really? Do I look like a drug smuggler? I mean, come on. I'm a, you know, look at me. 
And they looked back at me and they said, you are the exact type of person that we look for. And I was like, okay, that wasn't the right thing to say either. The next thing I know, they hand me back all of these drugs. They put them in my suitcase. They zip it up and they look at me and say, don't you ever put anything in your suitcase that you don't know what it is again. Now get out there and get on your plane. And I said, I didn't say anything. I, I, I said, okay. I zipped up my stuff and I ran. And when I walked out of there, and you know what? It wasn't until, I mean, I knew that it was a miracle at that moment. But I never thought about sharing that with anybody until I watched it on, because the show that I watched the other night when the same thing happened, they went down for 30 years. Now, granted, theirs were narcotics or whatever you call them. They were not steroids. Um, and do you want to know if I still have that COVID medicine? I'm not telling you because I still don't even know what it is. But I want you to know that was a miracle. God swept down and rescued me. And that was at the point in my life where I had memorized Psalm 91. And girlfriend, I was quoting that thing upside down and backwards because I was scared. I was back there in in a part of the airport that most folk don't even know about. And so I just wonder, has God performed a miracle in your life that you've forgotten about? or something that you need to thank him for that only he could have gotten you out of, don't forget to thank him because he loves us and he does these things for us and then we just completely forget about them. But that miracle was brought back to my mind and I just want to thank you. I'm sitting here before you today able to share with you because God rescued me. 